0: Fan libertarians, I have a surprise for you. It's a b-b-b-b-bonus track! <laughs> the folks over at the Lauer After Hours podcast were in the process of making some money moves and were unable to distribute content for a brief period of time, so they reached out to me to do a little crossover episode with the midweek menches. What you are about to hear is very different from the show's usual format, but I hope you enjoy Anyway, before we begin, remember to subscribe, rate, and review. Follow this show on Twitter at lebitard underscore fan, and follow Lauer After Hours at Lauer After Hours. Let's get into it. Alright, fan-lubitardians. We got a real, real interesting show for you right now. This may even be bonus content for you. I don't know. This is going to go on the Patreon that I haven't started yet. That and Feet Picks. But right now, we have a special crossover event with the midweek minches from the Lauer After Hours crew. I've got about seven people staring at me in a Zoom chat right now. Half of them I've never even seen before. <laughs> so, welcome in to the Lauer After Hours midweek minches crew. What up, y'all? Hey. Yo. yo, 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 yo.
1: Thanks for having us so much, Ty. We really appreciate it. We are, uh, we've, we've got. Uh, I, w- I don't want to say technical difficulties right now because hopefully the end result will, will, uh, will be something, something cool, something good. Uh, I don't want to spill too much, but
0: uh, yeah, thank you so much for having us. This is definitely the most crowded this this podcast has ever been right now. So this is going <laughs> to be interesting. I'm so used to to hearing y'all having someone else run point, and so this is going to be fun for me. Um, I know when we were uh, bantering a little bit before trying to figure out the logistics of all of this, uh, it did not take very long for the discussion of Super League to kick up. And so I guess we should jump right into that. And, um, you know, I think I want to start with either Drake or Steak over here as I think the two resident soccer people. Um, Give me all your thoughts on the failed Super League experiment that lasted what 48 hours if that
2: it lasted longer than patino <laughs>
1: <laughs> i would hope i would hope that uh that vampire couldn't last 48 hours that sounds miserable
2: i'm 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 uh I, drake knows more than me but i was um i was at first i was excited about it as a newcastle fan means newcastle could have a shot of winning some shit every once in a while um but once they started taking talking about taking away world cups and video games and once i realized what it what a cash grab it was. I was uh yeah, I was against it. So that's interesting. You were initially for it though? Yeah, because I mean it weekends of Premier League. <laughs> like Newcastle's never gonna win anything with those teams in there. So best hope for them is just to be like mid tier, mid table, hopefully not get relegated, you know. But they could have like I'm sure it's a diminished product, but that's like the first thing you think of as a fan, you know? Like how does it protect your team?
0: Well well, I think that supposes that you know, the Premier League teams, UEFA, all of them would have actually gotten together and come down with some harsh punitive measures that would include expelling the teams from the Premier League. Like, I'm not entirely sure how serious that prospect was of, like, Manchester United and Manchester City ever actually getting expelled from the Premier League.
2: They sounded serious. I mean, if they start banning players from World Cups too, and Champions Leagues like, that just diminishes everything. The World Cup's like the greatest sporting event in the world, man. Like, I, I need to see everybody. So I'm, I'm glad it fell through, you know?
1: Eh, better than a Game yeah.
2: 7. Yes. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's like 12 Game 7s.
0: Honestly, the, the World Cup is the best because it takes all the beauty of, like, March Madness knockout after you get past the group stages, um, but it combines it with the beautiful game. Mwah, chef's kiss. It's It's perfect. It's the perfect sporting event. No one can tell me different.
3: Tell them, Ty. Better than the Masters? Definitely.
0: <laughs> Better so, than the Sueys? <laughs> oh, you got maybe, me there.
1: Maybe not the Sueys. So as a non-soccer-educated individual, I was rooting for chaos over the weekend when I saw the all hell break loose on Twitter.
0: Well, you won. Uh, you got that.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely got that, but but I'm I'm kind of bummed to see that it's already kind of or seemingly sorting itself out like are we is this thing actually dead now
0: it's yes. it's dead for the year for sure okay um i'm kind of i'm kind of with witty and and mike ryan in the sense that it's going to come back in another shape or form but you know it this this was just a historic misread of a situation probably bigger than uh Anything I can remember in sports, um, granted, the the Las Vegas Raiders may have undone that yesterday with their Twitter (laughs) account. But (laughs) for 48 hours, that was a huge misread.
1: Wow. Wow. Yeah. yeah. You you are not
4: not kidding about that. Uh, So go ahead. I was just say, I think you're all 100 percent wrong. This was the best idea in sports that has come out in decades. You were looking to put together a tournament that had the best. If you could watch Juventus Barcelona, Juventus Man City, Barcelona Man City, PSG, every other week, you would sign up for that in a second. Now, the idea of the way they rolled it out, I think, was totally wrong. But every one of us soccer fans would love to watch nothing but the best players play at every single match we could false i'm
0: a, i'm going push back on that because that's just not it, the the whole concept of it was antithetical to the history and tradition of european soccer which as an american i can say flatly is better than everything else that exists because it's not american
4: <laughs> I, I totally agree that the idea of the, the the clubs deciding that we're in and you're not was poor but the idea of taking the best clubs and having them play multiple matches week after week after week every Wednesday or Thursday midweek, I, I, think, I think it was it was poorly rolled out, but the idea in itself was 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 great. If you like high quality this league, soccer.
3: This league went down faster than a midfielder that was barely touched. <laughs>
5: yes. So let me let me let me put it in perspective in terms of American sports wise. So for me, I've been thinking about it. And my best comparison is, is college football. So let's take college football. So let's, everyone clamors for a 16 team or 16 uh, team playoff. So that's the best comparison I have. So let's take the 16 best powerhouses, so to speak, and make a super league and they only play each other for 10 weeks and then there's a playoff or whatever, or there's just a table and whoever has the best standings wins the league. So it's hard to compare um, the teams in terms of where they have been historically and then what they are doing presently. So like Arsenal for say, which half of the people in this zoom have no idea who Arsenal is. Well, Arsenal is basically Arsenal is basically the (laughs) university of Miami they have a great historical past, but presently they're shit. So how can you involve them in a Super League when they're not doing anything currently, but you want to involve them in a, a world powerhouse that is just going to print cash? It just, there's so many, so many um.
4: No, no, no. I would agree that those details were poorly thought out and needed to be worked out. But the idea of taking... The best teams and having them play multiple times, I think is is great. Also, I would have loved them to come after Barcelona and have Messi sure. said don't, to FIFA and UEFA, "You know what? I just won't play in the next World Cup, and your ratings will go down because people want to see me. They don't want to see you, set bladder. I just think,
5: you know, sure. Don't give me, don't get me wrong. I think the the idea is it's a great idea, but the way they went about it is completely oh yeah, wrong. Th- that's my basic they shouldn't, point. They shouldn't too many have... people
4: were complaining about the idea. And I'm like, who wouldn't want to watch that? those type of high quality games every single week, if they could.
0: Right. I will, I will say like the idea of a super league in itself and you are, you're right. Ann. it's not terrible in itself. Um, If they, if the champions league wanted to basically reconstruct itself instead of a knockout tournament, as just this prolonged league that every year you had to qualify for, I think then you could start having the conversation because you haven't upended the entire system of sure. European football as it exists. But the the fact that they went in like 12 teams basically guaranteeing themselves a massive paycheck and then being like, and we'll let five whoever else's in every year just for shits and giggles. Like that that's, I think, where you lost a lot of people. It, sure. it, it, and also, it, it took I, out the sporting merit of it all.
4: Yeah, that's true. And also I would say, the new champion league's proposal that everyone hated six months ago or three months ago is now like lovely compared to the shit that super league proposal was. So you've also sort of, (laughs) you've given them cover to sort of push forward with what not a lot of people cared for, but it's certainly better than the way the super league came out.
1: As As with everything, it's about context, right? Uh, It's, it's in a vacuum. It's not a bad idea in the context of in which it was introduced Yeah, we we obviously saw the reaction. Uh, Speaking of someone who was not relegated this past weekend, Samantha, you had a competition recently, correct?
6: Yes, I did.
1: Can you tell us a little bit about how that went?
6: So uh, for anyone who doesn't know, I am a bikini bodybuilder. I just competed in my third show. And a little biceps, yes, yes. I still got some of the tan there. Um, (laughs) So, uh, yeah, I prepped for the show by myself. I did it over the last 12 weeks. um, And I shared lots of fun, clean recipes with you guys along the way, especially over the Super Bowl. But at this show, um, it was a small showing. I can see I took second place in my class, best out of two. kidding. No, no. Yeah. So I mean, being first or last, and technically I was last, but I was also second, so I'll take it. Um, yeah. But uh, I also won what they call the transformation award. So over the last three years, I've lost seventy pounds since having my son, and that I guess was the biggest transformation of anyone that was at the show. So I got a trophy. It's pretty awesome. Oh, that's but... awesome. awesome. Congratulations. Congratulations. I know Thank this, you. Is a, this
0: is an audio medium, but can we see the trophy?
6: Um, It's in my other room, but it looks just like this one right here, but clear. So it looks like this, but it's clear. Instead. So
1: what she just did was flex on us that she actually has two trophies.
6: <laughs> yeah, this was for my well first done. show I did. Hell where yeah. I technically took the overall for the true novice, but um, I was the only one, so, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> the, the,
3: the important, the important oh, question is, look at Johnny playing serious. helper. Oh, at, All yeah, right. the, the, the important question is, what is the first thing that you ate Jumper. after your competition? That's what I was oh, going <laughs> to ask you.
6: What did I end up with? Um, white pizza seems to be my tradition. Um, okay. So I had meatballs, a good white pizza, but I went clean with a gluten-free crust, at least.
1: Italian wine. or Swedish?
6: Um, for the meatballs, Italian. I went to okay. a little Italian joint. So I got a coal-fired white pizza and red wine. And for dessert, um, Johnny bought me green tea ice cream a couple months ago. And he's like, oh, you can have this after your show. So it's been sitting months in my ago? Freezer. Whoa, whoa, Months whoa, whoa, whoa. ago?
1: whoa. Months ago, he bought you green tea ice cream. And it's just been sitting in your freezer, taunting you this entire time.
0: Yes, that. Good God. Impeccable That's- willpower. Seriously. Right?
6: Absolutely. <laughs> that's and amazing. Sometimes. And I've done it
4: four different times and replaced it every single time. You just don't know.
6: <laughs> Very possible. And I had showed restraint. I didn't eat the whole pint. I scooped it out and had a bowl. Um, but the next day I also had brunch. So, I mean, that was nice.
0: <laughs> How many Hell mimosas? Yeah. Be honest.
6: Just one, actually. I, but let me tell you, I had a glass of wine at my lunch because you can have wine on show day. Like, that's cool. Um, and then I had wine with my dinner and then a mimosa the next day. And Monday I was so hungover. It was really stupid because I hadn't been drinking for so long. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. I, uh, I bet you were a, uh, a cheap buzz after, after training that long. It w- It wouldn't, wouldn't take, but one mimosa to, to feel that I'm sure.
6: Oh, for sure. And, um, I'm, Doing this all over again to myself. I have another show I'm doing in four and a half weeks.
1: Oh, wow. (laughs) Four and a half. Way to stick with it. Way to stick with it. Well, uh, I'm I'm right behind you. I'm training myself uh, for a bikini uh, uh, bodybuilding competition in in, uh, 10 years from now. So uh, very slow and glacial pace I'm on right now. And it uh, took me
6: three years, so, you know, glacial paces win you transformation awards.
0: Hell yeah, hell you yeah. Know, you know, if you if you keep growing that beard out long enough, it'll rest right over your stomach. You can ignore ab work completely by the time the competition <laughs> I don't have around. to That's focus on play. my core at all,
1: right?
6: <laughs> you can just right get there. extensions. Girls get put extensions in their hair to cover the back so they don't have to work it out.
1: <laughs> Wait, really?
6: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I did not know that. Mm-hmm.
1: Drake is laughing his ass off right now, and I have no idea about what.
5: Swythe has won the chat. Um, so, <laughs> so, What I did he in, say? I put in the chat, um, Lopic, uh, parentheses, or Lopic, um, colon, food you would have sexual relations with. <laughs> and and goes, would question mark, insinuating that that he's had multiple sexual relations <laughs> with, uh, with food, food products. So all right. Whoa, no, whoa, 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 Schweitz of all
1: people <laughs> having any kind of weird relationships with food. Oh, no, no, no. no. I should – I mean, <laughs> Ty, if you don't know this – Schweitz's appetite is, or his diet oh, rather, is weirder, stranger than Billy Gill's. It's stranger than, than, uh, than, I don't, I don't, well, Billy's is pretty weird. So I don't know how to up the ante from Billy. I kind of went all in ben, with, ben with Billy.
3: Mayor, go ahead. But it actually explains an awful lot, his diet, because I guess after you've been with food, you really can't eat it anymore. <laughs> I mean, I, I, Maybe he's maybe he's like a serial sexual predator with all kinds of food, and now it's just kind of limited his his food choices that he hasn't had relations with. That food
4: that's... never returns his text the next day. Yeah,
3: I mean, he gets ghosted. Prefer, he's like, ghosting. He's ghosting food after after a one night stand is what he's that's doing. True, that's I'm true. curious
6: on the temperature of the foods. Like, do you prefer specific warmth? or do you like it cold
3: body
7: temperature at least ninety
4: ninety eight point six 98.6 degrees
7: of course. <laughs> what's that in celsius
4: no idea never learned ty uh what ben
1: if I uh, obviously we uh we're, we're talking about this because of mike's very salacious and horny post-game show i think uh, on monday uh, about the zingers from where what was the restaurant
5: oh god miller's ale house House. miller's
1: ale house Uh,
6: i know i know what those are you know
1: okay you know what he's talking about so so mike mike uh very very uh uh sexily talked about how much he wanted to to make love to a a pile of (laughs) zingers from miller's ale house ty what would be your food that you you had that relationship with
0: uh probably a good mac and cheese if i'm being honest fresh okay. out fresh out of the oven well no not fresh out of the oven that would to <laughs> <Yeah>. some scalding <laughs>
6: don't, <laughs> no, don't do that that's, that's bad my news. question on the temperature you know there's probably a level that's too hot
0: you know maybe absolutely nuking in the microwave for maybe like 25 seconds just <laughs> <laughs> slightly above room temperature i think that's that's the way to go
1: all right let's let's go around the horn uh steak sauce what would be your food that you have that relationship with?
2: Carnitas. I literally Carni- just took a bite of some carnitas nachos, and they're delicious. And I want to have sweet, sweet sex with them. <laughs> all right, uh,
5: Drake. What about you, man? Uh, I'm gonna have to go uh, potato skins.
1: Potato skins. Okay. All right. You that that's really of all the foods right. you're gonna go with potato skins. Two of them. Okay.
0: Man, Drake's getting, he's getting fancy over there. He's going for a threesome off the jump. <laughs> I'm thinking
6: that's got a cupping effect. That probably is, you know.
1: <laughs> I think I think we're all doing our best not to visualize this at all. Mayor Matt? I
3: was going to say that's a menage a tater. <laughs> uh, I would have to say eggplant parmesan. Ooh, wow. Egg? So
1: uh, you prefer Italian. All right, Ant, what about you?
3: I'm going to
4: go um, dessert and say cannoli.
2: <laughs> it's,
4: okay. I, I don't know if it's because you love
1: cannoli or if it's just because the shape is convenient. Wait, do
6: you like it with extra cream? <laughs> a little
4: bit of both extra cream, a little bit of uh, chocolate. And... Is it homemade whipped cream? The whole cannoli is homemade for me.
1: (laughs) Ty, I'm sorry this uh, episode got so (laughs) horny so fast. I apologize.
0: Little do you know, this is actually up my wheelhouse more than (laughs) any of my listeners know.
1: (laughs) All right, Schweitz, what about you? Uh, Don't say chicken tenders or chicken nuggets or
7: something.
0: (laughs) No, please say tendies. He's going to say Cheerios. He's going to say Cheerios.
7: I I was going to say deep dish pizza. Okay. All right. That'll work. Just for the extra cushion. (laughs) <laughs> all right uh oh, oh. man what a weird topic
1: we just veered into i uh i apologize but okay as you said this was uh way further into your wheelhouse what does that mean exactly ty <laughs> it, it means <laughs> explain yourself
0: it means in every uh in every social circle i am in i think i am portrayed possibly unfairly i might add as the one who is excessively horny i'm the guy who's uh <laughs> whose brain stopped developing around, like, age 13 or 14, and it's just kind of been coasting ever since.
1: Nothing wrong with that. I, I understand that. I think we're all guilty of, of that to, to a certain degree, for sure. For sure. All right. Uh, Show-related stuff besides that. Anybody got anything from the show that they wanted to discuss this week? Schweitz?
7: Schweitz? Uh, I think we need to address the musical content that we heard this week. Oh yeah, uh, two of our friends had some show songs that uh, were both really, really well done. So, I just wanted to get everyone's feedback on uh, what they think. Ty, what about you? Uh,
0: I thought it was uh, I thought it was really, really funny that Streeter's latest masterpiece took one right out of phlegm's playbook (laughs) and not only went with an Eminem song but he he ripped it it was straight fire it was so good he Um, really did in a, in a sense, and they kind of acknowledge this on the show, I do feel like they maybe did phlegm a little dirty by opening up with Streeters because, man, that is such a tough act to follow, especially one that is like it's in his wheelhouse. Like, I don't want to call it a diss track per se, but, you know, it is, it is like a shot across the bow, I think a little bit like, listen, you do not have this Eminem M&M Lane locked up.
1: <laughs> I, th- I think you're right. I, I think uh, that was a little calculated by Streeter, but it it was hilarious, and Streeter crushed it. I do agree with Mike, however, that the degree of difficulty that Flemming took on, with with crafting an entire song, multiple verses, all the audio that he used, all the samples, uh, it it was extremely impressive, and I I. It, honestly, it's it's kind of a toss-up, but I would I would have to go with Mike as far as as far as which one I feel won that battle. Uh, what about you, Mayor?
3: I don't know why we have to make one against. I think they were both fantastic in their own personal way. They're both expressions for love of the show. I don't know why we have to make one against the other. I don't like it when Streeter and Frankie fight. It makes me sad. Oh,
0: this is just like when Nas and Jay Z went head to head for the King of New York. Nas dropped ether. Jay-Z, why, why did I feel like it became Jewish? Like, in- I don't know. <laughs> you suddenly got very, very, like, Long very Island well or something. <laughs> that was amazing. The worst limited fake demon of debate ever.
1: It's so hard to do that voice because your your throat, like, goes out so quickly when, when you try and get that that gravel in it. All right, uh, let's, let's keep it going around and find out who won the battle. Ant, who did you think won the battle?
4: So I think I'd have to uh, agree with you there, Will. It was close, but I do think uh, Flem edged him out. I think, uh, you know, like like you said, the originality and the coming up with everything from scratch, at the same time, Team Havlicek, fucking the Mad Dog beats in <laughs> in Streeter's song were just, I mean, fire. Like, I've listened to that over and over again because, you know, I'm someone who grew up on listening to, to Mike and the Mad Dog. So all that stuff is like exactly out of out of what i'm used to sort of listening to but
0: well flim I have, I have a question about the logistics of of flim's instrumental um so on his soundcloud where he posted that it had the beat by somebody's name did that person craft that beat using the show stuff or was that just like the musical instrumentals and then he went in over top of that i guess that's that's where i'm curious from
1: probably he just used the beat
4: and then he added all the audio to it, all
1: yeah, the clips he just used and stuff the beat
0: and, did, and added everything else himself.
1: He's um, used, actually he's used a couple of beats that I've made before. Um, not for show related stuff, just for his own uh, personal music. But yeah, that that's probably uh, how
3: that worked out. Uh, but Mayor, the, go ahead. The, the production quality that that Flynn put into this and we all know how great he takes compliments but the production value of what he put together and the different layering and the amount of creativity that went into it to me was was totally off the charts and again i loved i love streeters too again i just marvel at the at the creativity that they come up with but again from a some of that does production work and some of that to just hear the intricacies of what he put together it was really fantastic work. right what about you steak sauce
2: they're both good. I think uh, that little shithead Fleming is probably did better. Um, I don't think either one of them touches Pirate Radio or, or uh, the fine song by Yeti, but phlegm did okay for somebody who doesn't isn't good at much things.
1: <laughs> Especially being tall. Uh, Drake, what about you?
5: Uh, yeah, I'm with steak. Nothing touches the old pirate shanty, but. Uh, uh, We'll go with the we'll go with the short guy, Flem. Flem can have
1: his day in the light. Flem Flem by a, a narrow margin. Samantha, what about you? Uh, I know you didn't hear both songs, but I'm still gonna make you choose.
6: I've only ever heard Flem and his other songs, so I'm just I just think it's funny though that Streeter did the actual Eminem M take. So I'm gonna go with him <laughs> just for like the hilarious factor of that element. Okay. That's
1: fine. And also, uh, by the way, Streeter chose the one song that phlegm and M was weakest on. Um, he, Ooh. he did the, the one, one track that he was the least amount of had the least amount of confidence on and that those are his words, not mine. So it was just an extra little, little twist of the knife by Streeter, which uh, I think is hilarious.
7: Schweitz who won it? And I have to go with Flem. just, uh, Really picked up a lot of the references and, and stuff like that. And there were some in-jokes that very few people are going to catch that, you know, we in the group chat might catch a little bit better and uh, just really enjoyed it.
4: I so think we cannot release this episode because we cannot give Flem this much play. So he'll, he'll be
7: inseparable.
0: <laughs> he's not going to listen. <laughs> yeah, that's true. If it's, on, if it's on my feed, he's not listening to it. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's... Uh... Ty, I, I want
1: I do want to say as much shit as he gives you on Twitter. He does listen to your podcast. He is a big fan, In all of the chats he talks about how much he enjoys it.
0: Does he really? That is that is legitimately shocking news. All right, uh, Murph, what about you? Lemonade I'm I'm all day, uh, but I gotta admit I'm biased because I was in FLEM, so you could say I'm like a marketing arm of FLEM. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> the, uh,
1: the Mike Ryan it- FLEM account.
0: Yeah, but anyway, uh, no, yeah, the Dan and, and Mike and all y'all you know are right. The kind of the, the timing of it was the icky part because Flem spent a lot of time on it, like months and months, and then it's one of those restrainers like, all right, let's do this in one day and kind of take your shine. Yeah, I do yeah. think I do think there is an elegant way to resolve this conflict, and that is to have them do a track together, kind of like Jay-Z, Eminem, Renegade style, get on okay. the same track, have them both drop a verse, then put it on the pole. Whose verse is better? They did, let's, they let's did uh... and it
5: got cut. Let's establish one thing that's not up for debate. Eric has, in the entire Levitard fan universe, Eric has the widest teeth out of all of us, 100%. Three-step Three process, baby pre-wash <laughs> that brush. was so
1: random dude <laughs> uh,
5: i don't know I, fact, no. S-
1: samantha samantha has pearly whites too S- samantha's smile is very nice and white i've i got pretty white teeth i got a nice smile too
6: i actually use a whitening kit um a couple weeks ago to get ready for the show brighter okay. white it works really well actually way better than the crest white strips they don't hurt your teeth teeth the same way it's like not as bad
1: is it a three-step process
6: um there's probably three steps <laughs> somewhere in there
1: i, I i've <laughs> never used one of those whitening kits has anybody here uh tried any of those nope nope all right dead fish maybe <laughs> well yeah.
0: I, I i got a question here like if we're talking whitening strokes and people having white teeth uh is that like using steroids in baseball and getting a home run record? Because that feels a little disingenuous. Like it feels a little, it feels a little fraudulent. Unfair.
6: Yeah. I mean, Samantha, I'm just the tanning
0: salon, right? I'm just meeting you. I hate to call you a fraud right now on our first meeting, but
6: (laughs) you can call me a fraud. My tan is fake. My teeth are whitened. It's fine. My hair is bleached. I'm fake everywhere.
1: Fake is just another uh, word for uh, 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 presentation, right? Like nothing comes in its natural state. We're all disheveled messes. You're just, you know, putting yourself together. That's all that is, right? Yes.
6: I'm a put together 20 something year old professional woman.
1: Hell yeah. Yes. All right. Who's got another topic this week? Well, I'd, I'd to like do- to dovetail.
3: Oh, go go ahead, Mayor. Go ahead, Who we got? All right. I want to, back I to, want to dovetail. A All
0: right. Ex- ex- executive decision, Matt, 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 okay. go ahead. Executive decision, Matt, go ahead. I
3: just okay. want to make sure I had the floor. Yeah. Okay. So actually we can solve. going back to the streeter and, uh, and phlegm thing. There is a way to settle this. That's kind of show related that, that Stu Gotz brought up this week. They were talking about different things that they could do that could be bet on that they could make money on when uh, he was trying to i guess it was about the whole that paul guy that's the mma guy that's kind of a douchey kind of fellow that got i guess he had the guy take a dive this past week but allegedly we we could have we could have streeter and flem actually either Arm wrestle, maybe we look at like a decathlon thing. They could arm wrestle, they can they can fist fight, they can get in like little sumo suits and ram at each other. Um, they could play basketball. They they could do all these different things that we could take gambling odds on, and then we we bet on it, then we could all make a little bit of money on it.
0: It's gotta Monkey be order? it's gotta be slap fighting. It's gotta be slap fighting. Has to be. But would die. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, that I, I would.
1: I'm trying to think. What would be the most even playing field for Wait, them how, to, how to have a competition? How tall are they on.
6: both? How tall are they both?
1: Well, I, I'm just going to say Streeter is taller by Wait, a lot. Who
6: has a longer finger? Because Poke War is definitely an option. Poke War? We talked about this before. I, I don't remember who was in that group, but Poke War is something we used to do in college. And I would say it's pretty fair because you had like six foot five guys doing this to like five foot two guys. So you stand there, hands intertwined. And you're your po- like your fingers ready to go, and the person who gets poked first loses. Okay. Hi. It sounds simple, but these this turned into a wrestling match because you're like trying to not get poked. So it's like it's a it's a whole thing in the ultimate frisbee world. I've never heard of that before. Huh. Never oh, you don't listen to our world. podcast
4: either, world. Thanks.
1: <laughs> <laughs> not not episodes that I'm not on. If it doesn't have my voice on it, I'm not listening to it. <laughs>
0: So I'm, th- I'm wondering if, like, I don't know what type of build Streeter has. I, I know I've seen him on camera, but, you know, he was sitting down. But I'm wondering if we could maybe settle this in, like, a hall brawl type situation, ripped straight from the challenge. I think that could be good. Because that actually, Flem being on the shorter side, would play to his advantage there. So it would kind of level out the playing field a little bit, I think.
1: I don't know what a hall brawl is. I've never watched the challenge before.
0: Uh, so, essentially, think of it like you have a narrow hallway with, like, plexiglass or glass siding. Uh, you put two people in at either end of the, the hallway in, like, a football helmet and football pads. And they essentially just run at each other as hard as they can. And it's the first person who can get past their opponent to the other side, essentially, is the winner.
1: Okay, that seems pretty pretty simple.
6: Is that like Red Rover? What, what was that game we used to play as a kid, and you had to like break through the arms?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Red Rover, Red Rover, come on over or something like that. Yeah, it's 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 basically, uh, essentially, it's a it's a guaranteed concussion. Um, but you know, it it really is just kind of like one but and done. It's a guaranteed concussion, but
1: but the entertainment value is uh, bar none.
0: Listen, if we're putting this aside for the NFL, I don't see why we can't do it for one little Levitard show hall brawl.
1: I completely agree with you. Completely agree with you. Does anybody else have any topics from the show this week that they want to discuss? Schweitz, you got anything?
5: All right. <laughs> <laughs> Think I got one. I got one. The uh, They mentioned uh, the old crafty aspect in terms of MLB pitchers. What are some... Um, some around sports, some crafty guys throughout sports. Um, so I'll, I'll take one. So in terms of NBA basketball, I'll go. Tony Parker is a legendary crafty player. Um, so let's, let's go around the horn. If, if anyone has some other ones,
0: I'll I'll raise you a Dirk Nowitzki, the craftiest of players. Nice. I'll go not at soccer. Yeah, those no. bicycle kicks. <laughs> too fancy on the pitch.
5: NFL, I'll go Steve Smith. I'm trying to think. Uh
1: how about so so would would white chocolate count? Uh Jason Williams?
0: Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. I'll crafty players.
1: Yeah. Okay. He's like he's like
3: numero uno for me. I, I'd go Larry Bird. I and mean, he was great, but he was also very crafty.
5: A little too okay. good though. There's a line there is Okay. He's, he's that Roy Holiday so, line.
3: So you, so you throw Steve Nash over that line too. Too good to be crafty.
5: Steve Nash. Steve, I'd, I'd give Nash a crafty, but bird Bird's If your nickname is crafty. legend,
3: so, if your nickname is Larry
1: Legend, I feel like I feel like yeah. that that uh kind of eliminates you from the crafty discussion. But what yeah. makes you
6: crafty? Is it like you have a disadvantage so you have to do something very specific that's better than everyone else? I think I so. A little bit,
0: yeah. I, Die. I disagree. I think I think what we're doing, honestly, is we're talking in coded language here. I think a crafty <laughs> player is inherently a white player, I think is what we're doing there.
5: I just said Steve Smith.
1: That is true. That is true. Drake uh, Drake broke the the color barrier with Steve Smith. There.
0: Congratulations to Steve Smith. Yeah.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I think a uh, Saquon, a newer guy, Saquon Barkley. I'd call him crafty. He's,
0: he's too. He's too powerful to be crafty, though. Yeah,
1: I feel like he he could just instead of having to do something, uh, uh, use ingenuity. He would just bowl your ass over, like without you know without hesitation.
0: Who was that? Uh, who was that Cleveland running back that one year that made it on the cover of Madden? Now that's a crafty player, right there. No, oh. that's that's why. Peyton Hillis. Well, why, Peyton was, Hillis? Yes, I thank guys. you, Peyton Hillis. Yeah. Crafty <laughs> as they come.
3: Would what, what Kyler Would Kyler Murray be crafty? Smaller guy, a lot of different yeah. arm angles, using a lot of different skills to get things done. There yeah.
0: we go. Too
6: too fast Wait, though. I the, think
0: Josh Allen though perfect. <laughs>
6: Can we cross Damn. over into the world of wrestlers. I'm thinking, like Jeff Hardy yeah. is a crafty guy.
1: Okay, that's that's good. That's she- good. Uh, Sheamus
0: is very crafty.
1: Who else in the wrestling world? I'm trying to think of who I grew up watching on like WCW. Dean Malenko. <laughs> hey, no, Dean Malenko. That's
0: such a comical last name. It Malenco is. It is. is. I think of a
1: clown or a magician uh, when oh. I think of Dean Malenko. The
4: great Dean Malenko.
5: <laughs> Wrestling crafty has to go to Kofi Kingston.
6: I was thinking too. Yeah, he held that title the, for the a bit ladders there.
5: and the mm-hmm. the Royal Rumbles. That dude, that's crafty.
6: Yeah. Hmm.
5: Man, I'm my, my gears are turning, but I can't think of
1: anybody that but, that fits the. Uh... Ray gear for you.
6: Yes. <laughs> so, yes. You Boom. Was it the six one nine?
1: What about I this? have a. Rey Mysterio wrestling mask somewhere in this closet, actually.
6: Okay. Speaking of
0: speaking of Rey Mysterio, I have to say, uh, this has been a weird year in that my wife and I out of nowhere have suddenly become wrestling people. Uh, it started as a joke just like, oh, let's watch five minute of uh Friday night SmackDown here and there, and then next thing you know, we've watched six hours of WrestleMania that rules. recently. And I've, I want to. I want to throw something out, and I want to know if anyone else agrees with me. Uh, Rey Mysterio's kid, Dominic Mysterio, w- like they have a lot of money. They have a huge budget for costumes. Why is he dressed constantly like a knockoff Avenger? I don't know
1: what he dresses like, so I cannot answer that. <laughs> Does anybody know what? Somebody look it up real quick. Can can somebody screen share? Domin- Who's got permissions in this chat?
0: Dominic Mysterio, honest to God, looks like a really bad Avengers cosplay.
3: Dominic Mysterio, let's see. It is unreal. While you're looking that up, I'll go back to baseball and give you a Jerry Kuzman. Oh, wow. Uh, left handers, uh, there's no such thing as a crafty right hander. Yes, thank you.
0: Thank you. And <laughs> <Ant, laughs> Ty, thank you. You're so right. Look at Holy that. Shit. What? <laughs> Man, that's uh it's all janky too. It's not even, even. He's got one of he's got one of those that's like purple and white. It's it's just terrible. Like they
6: have millions of. See, that's of the dollars. epitome of fakeness right there. That's fake abs. That is they fake literally... abs.
0: That's, <laughs> like, <laughs> that's like the episode of Always Sunny where they uh where they do the wrestling and they draw on six packs on each other on their <laughs> stomachs with magic marker.
1: In that in this black and blue costume right here, it looks like the free content you get for like a battle pass in call of duty or something it's like the character it's like the character nobody wants but is the
3: the one custom character you can get for free uh, he looks like um like the understudy of a trapeze artist in a very bad circus
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh man that that yeah you're you're absolutely right i did not know what he looked like but yeah and they all Uh, have a similar pattern to them with the the pecs and the abs on, on the front of all of these outfits.
0: Like it. It looks like you know those uh, costume stores that pop up magically around Halloween time. If you were going last minute to try to get your child a Halloween costume, he's like, "Daddy, I want to be a wrestler." That is what would. That's what you would find in those aisles right there for
6: twelve ninety-nine. Two fake that's the Walmart. That's the Walmart generic brand of a wrestler. Yes.
1: All right. That's does a. actually That's a
6: great a tangent.
0: Role? Sorry. Sorry. What Eric? Does he have a big role? Like, is he constantly on? In-
6: I was gonna say maybe he's just not on very much so they No, he
0: kinda... he's he's constantly doing tag teams with his dad. They're pretty regular. <laughs> well,
3: I'm, that's I'm, cool as hell. I'm
0: just picturing
3: taking your kid going to the going to Walmart to get that costume and all of the little prongs are empty and there's this this one sitting there <laughs> sideways, not even really on there, and it's that outfit. That's okay. my picture. <laughs> So speaking of that
1: topic, I want to go around the horn real quick and find out what everybody's favorite Halloween costume has been growing up. Uh, Ant, I'm going to start with you. What's the one Halloween costume that sticks out in your mind? Or it could be from when you were an adult.
4: So I'm going to go actually adult. Um, my wife and I went. as Fred and Wilma from the Flintstones. (laughs) And it just fits me very perfectly. Yeah, I was going to say, I
1: can, everybody (laughs) here looking, that knows uh, Ant, yeah, you can totally, we can totally see you as Fred Flintstone. So so
4: that was one of my favorites. Um, Growing up, I used to actually, um, one of my favorite ones they used to go as a Saints fan a lot. I used to wear a paper bag over my head because the old school Saints fans used to wear paper bags. And so I'd wear just like generic brown clothing and then I'd put on a, I'd put on a bag and say, you know, We're the ain'ts or whatever it was that their slogan was back in the day. So there's two for you, Will.
7: That's great. Uh, Schweitz, what about you? Uh, Ninja Turtle, usually Leonardo, so I could carry around swords with me. Would have been uh, the one from my youth. And then, I don't know, I haven't really dressed up enough as an adult, but I have one of my dad's, like, crush velour jumpsuits. So sometimes I just go around wearing that as, like, a you know, put a pillow in the stomach and just be a really old Jewishy man.
1: You honestly like I could see you if you had like the the open top with the gold chain with uh with your uh male part pattern baldness. Sorry to call you out. I know this is not a visual medium. Uh, and you're like you look like a a cocaine dealer from the '80s. Like uh, easily I could. You you seem like you have a very imposing figure, uh, with all of that put together. Uh, Murph, what about you? Probably some Digimon dinosaur looking thing from back in the day.
0: Hell yeah,
1: little orange thing,
0: probably with
6: some green spikes. Hell
1: yeah, some kind of some kind of dino of some sort. Yeah, I love Ninja Turtles. too. Hell yeah, we oh, we know you love Ninja Turtles. You don't you don't have you, your credibility is not not being challenged here at all. Uh, Samantha, what about you?
6: Um, I'm trying to find the picture now to share with you guys. But when I was in college, I was. Mis- Feet. And that was probably the, my favorite one that I've – like my favorite ever.
1: Damn. that! So did you go full, like, body makeup and stuff? Like, you, you went yeah, the whole nine let me, yards?
6: Let me share this with you really quick. It was pretty awesome. I wanna like uh, – you know how you go to these parties and they do awards and all that stuff for oh, yeah. the best costume? That was me. On, so, that, on wanna... that
0: note, uh, circling back around to just being generally horny – the first X-Men movie hit different when you were 13.
1: Yes, it did. Yes, it did. Rebecca remains famous. Baby. Yeah.
6: I just uploaded the image to our chat.
1: Uh-oh. Let's see. Click to download. What? I got to download this to my com- computer? I don't
6: know. Zoom's annoying. You can't really uh, just screenshot and plop it in. That'd be awesome. All
1: That's- right. I just saved it to my desktop. So Is this gonna going to <sighs> damage my
0: marriage? my wife I know busy. right like that's <laughs> that's what
1: i'm worried i'm going to have to make sure to delete this afterwards wow. and everything that's really
0: impressive great now i don't even know, know where i scale. saved it oh my Shit. god what did what did you use for like the little scale looking things little tie so- your eyes <laughs> oh wow that's yeah that's wild
6: so i had uh, this latex glue that i got from like party city and i painted it on my skin and then i did the blue paint over it and that's how i got it to, like, look scaly. And then I just sprayed my hair with the orange spray paint. That's cool as hell. That's Great elaborate job. as hell. Yeah. Cool. I also did that year. I sculpted E.T. into a a pumpkin, if you want to see that. That came out pretty cool. It would be really <laughs> weird if, like, you do have someone looking at your computer, like, what did you just download? <laughs> <What>? Like, <laughs> who is this person? Why do you have a photo of her?
5: Well, before you,
1: uh, before you share that, Drake, what about you as far as Halloween costumes?
5: I'm going full on nineties baseball and mayor will appreciate this. Chipper Jones. I went full on authentic gear when I was probably nine years old. I made my parents order the official new new era cap, fifty dollar hat, two hundred dollar jersey. I think the pants may have been a little uh a little um local. Got the pinstripe added on later, but pull on gear, Atlanta Braves, Chipper Jones, number ten, my
1: guy. That's awesome. That's a, I'm just picturing a, a a little tyrant Drake yelling at his parents to order white him guy. the hat. Yeah, white guy. <laughs> All right, uh, not from Lou, by the way. The hat was not from Lou. Not
3: not from not from Lou Rafter, right? No. <laughs> Mayor
1: Matt, what about you?
3: Drake, you are my brother with the Chipper Jones uh, outstanding. Done. I could see you pulling that off. Aunt, you are my brother. Uh, my wife, you know, back when we were in college, she's she's a tiny redhead, so we went Fred and Wilma uh, as well. Uh, but I'll tell you, the the one year I I just took a green shirt and some green sweatpants, did a little writing and stomping on it, and I went as a welcome mat. <laughs>
1: Nice. <laughs> uh, everybody is laughing uh, for for everybody listening at home. Folks
3: were laughing in the chat. They just uh, are not laughing out loud uh, for you to hear them. That was a good joke, Mayor. <laughs> and Schweitz, when he says you look like an 80s drug dealer or cocaine dealer, he means that in a very loving and kind way. 100%.
1: And you
3: actually look more like <laughs> Sasha Baron Cohen in that picture.
1: Yes, yeah, else. you kind of do. Yeah, like, you absolutely do.
6: Ty, this, this will be the biggest comment you've ever heard. You kind of remind me of Drake in that. In that photo, I don't know why.
1: <laughs> it's because—is it because he's in Canada? Is that I don't that know. has to be influencing that opinion right now?
6: There's something about the way the hat covers the you know the lack of hair. I don't know where <laughs> you're at that at that point, and then the beard and then the glasses. I just I see Drake.
1: Okay, all right, Schweitz. That's a I, I would take, take that it. compliment and run with it. Absolutely. <laughs> Ty, what about run. you as far as the uh, Halloween <laughs>
0: costumes go? Slutty Yoshi.
6: Wait, you guys, give be slutty, too. What do you do like the broke cut off of things? Like Oh, um,
1: right, yeah, you got to give us you gotta paint us a picture here.
0: All right. Uh how to describe this? Um Okay, so you kind of you, you know Borat how he had that uh that bathing suit that just kind of really cupped everything.
1: <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh Who could forget?
0: Think of like a green one of those An excessive amount of body hair and a big green head with a little, like, uh, foot-long tongue dangling out. Very sexual.
1: That's, uh, (laughs) man. Okay, so I am taking back my apology earlier for being horny on this podcast about food. (laughs) Because apparently, like you said, this was right up your alley. Um... Man, okay. I I, I kind of want to see you post that on Twitter at some <laughs> point. A picture uh, from that Halloween because I know do do pictures exist of this Halloween costume?
0: Ah, uh, I hope not.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, okay. For, for your sake, I hope not as well. Uh man. Okay. That that was a very strange place to uh to end that topic on, but I'm I'm glad we we ended it there. For for me. I'm trying to think one time. uh, So my dad worked on the movie little monsters with Howie Mandel. Um, Do you guys, are y'all familiar with that, that movie? Um, Howie Mandel wore this leather jacket in the film. And I have that leather jacket. uh, And my dad let me wear that. I went as like a biker for Halloween one year. And my next door neighbor, this is in hindsight. This is wild. Today, this would not fly at all, but my next-door neighbor was, like, a family friend, and she gave me a cigarette to, like, hang out of my lips while I went around trick-or-treating, <laughs> and, like, the look on the neighbor's faces around around the block when they saw, the, like, is is that an actual cigarette in your mouth? And I would, I'd say, yeah, yeah, it is trick or treat and, uh, and hold my bag out. So that was a memorable one. And then as an adult, my wife and I went as she dressed up as Mrs. Pac-Man and I went as the blue ghost one year. And, uh, have had really cool costumes and we took some fishing line and some styrofoam balls and made like the dots in between us. So we would walk down the street holding, you know, one end of the, uh, the strings. And then we had the cherries in the middle. We took some, some, uh, pipe cleaner, green pipe cleaner and, and spray painted some red, uh, uh, styrofoam balls and, and made the cherries and stuff. So, uh, that was, that was pretty fun. Uh, Schweitz, why is the T-Rex murdering you right now? Oh, cause Ty, cause Ty's got a horse head on now. No big deal. What is happening? I have no. I've I've lost. I've completely lost control of this. Four twenty week. It is four twenty week. Dano, you're right. You're absolutely right.
0: And my well, got Moderna.
1: <laughs> on that note, all right, Mayor Matt, you've got another topic. Go ahead.
3: Yeah, you know I've I've I can't, I can't let this go. Stu Gatz on Monday took a shot at. Uh, one of Carter's favorite sons, Trevor Lawrence, and uh, playing off of the the tweet there, I guess the this Sports Illustrated article about, you know, no chip, you know, no chip on his shoulder, and doesn't want to generate one. I'm I've just got to, don't do it. I care about you. I've been telling people since this guy was in high school. He's he loves competition he loves contact, he's faster than you think he is, and he's more elusive than he gets credit for. If you want to underestimate what this guy is competitively and what he's made of, you're going to be loud wrong. So I'm telling you right now, from the mayor of Cartersville to the world, back off of him. I'm telling you, the guy's a winner he is ultimately competitive, and just because he doesn't fit the mold of what you think you want some meathead to say, you're, you're just wrong.
1: Would you call him crafty?
3: No, I would not call him crafty. Damn, okay. I'd call him generational. Oh, wow. Wow, those are big words. Big big, uh, big talk, Mayor Matt. That's, uh, I, ho- I hope and, and, you back it up. And that's talk from me. He doesn't. He doesn't have to talk. He does exactly what he wants to do. He's he is a very unique individual, as you've heard from the from the Sports Illustrated article.
0: So I'm going to quote uh, a classic movie role models. If you white, you Ben Affleck. If you white, you Crafty.
1: <laughs> oh, role models is such a good movie. So underrated. It really great, is. Great pull Ty. Great pull. All right, so. Mayor Matt just threw the gauntlet down for uh, for Stugots in regards to Trevor Lawrence, and we'll see where where's he going in the draft, or which which team is he ske- like supposed to go to?
3: He's going to be hanging out with Barrett this time, and about uh, oh, yeah, back, down in Duval, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. That's
1: right. Well. Uh, all the best to Trevor Lawrence and uh, and and I hope I hope he he backs up all of your big talk and doesn't make you look like a fool, Mayor May. Do it in the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> all right. On that note, ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna land this plane and uh, thank you for sticking around with us for this crossover episode of the Fan Levitard podcast and midweek mentions on lower after hours Ty, where can everybody find you obviously uh, when they're listening to it on your own feed they're gonna know but uh uh, when they listen to it on hours where can they find you on twitter
0: find me on twitter at lebitard underscore fan uh i my twitter handle is different than mark's even though they're incredibly similar i'm not entirely (laughs) sure what his is but uh there's an underscore in mine
1: Okay, Lebetard underscore fan. Uh, Drake, Cody Cavalry, where can we find you on Twitter? At the Cody Cavalry. Simple enough. Samantha, where can we find you on Twitter?
6: At SamanthaY26.
1: Excellent. Ant, up in Brooklyn, where can we find you?
4: At Steve underscore Ardruni.
1: <laughs> excellent, excellent. I have
4: the best hats in my pictures. That's just what.
1: Oh, you do actually. You, uh, your, your hats are, are untouchable, um, uh, safari hats and, uh, yeah, just mainly the safari hat. That's the only good one. Uh, mayor Matt, where can we find you?
3: At Santini Matt.
1: Excellent. And Mike Ryan fan account. Yeah. Just look up Mike Ryan
0: fan account. On the, on the <laughs> just kinda... yeah. <laughs> I
1: just kind of, I just kind of said it, uh, as I asked you where can we find you on Twitter Schweitz? What about you?
7: I'm in Canada.
1: Apparently they don't have Twitter up in Canada. Um, maybe maybe that's been... Uh, you need a visa uh, to view his Twitter. Yeah, quarantined as well due to COVID probably. All right. You can find me at Waffle House on Twitter. Don't forget to follow Lauer After Hours as well. Ty, thank you very much for, for hosting us and and doing this crossover pod. Um, I know it was a, a little last second, but I'm I'm glad that we could do this. And uh, And thanks for being so gracious.
0: Yeah, man, it was great to have you all. Um, Happy to do it again sometime and uh, looking forward to that little home and home ski. Excellent,
1: Excellent, excellent. We'll see
0: you next week.